Hey, friends, welcome to the Church Deployed Podcast. I'm Christopher Cass. Hey, everybody, I'm Ronnie Marriott. I'm so excited to welcome you to episode three of the podcast entitled, How Do I Love and Serve My City? But before we get into the content, I want to introduce our guest today, Debbie Beeman. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We are thrilled to have you here. You are serve as our director of promises. Promises, as you'll explain more, does a lot of our local uh, outreach here in the community, serving physical, emotional, spiritual needs in our community. Uh, you've served on staff with us for a year, wow. and Debbie, it has been incredible to have you on our team. Yes, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be here. Well, we we have uh, thank you for really, saying that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we have thoroughly enjoyed having you on the team, um, and. While a lot of people see you work, a lot of people don't know who you are. So why don't we start? Just tell us some of your story. Be happy to. I uh, was born and raised in Houston, Texas. I am the middle of five children, uh, but I was not raised in a church-going family, Hmm. uh, but was fortunate enough to have a very godly grandmother who, when I was nine years old, started taking me to Sunday school and church. I got saved when I was 10. Um, and continued with going with her until I was about 14. Um, But then I moved on to walking to church because I didn't have a car. I was 14 years old, couldn't drive. (laughs) And so I walked to a church that was about a half mile away. Um, And it was actually there that I learned that it needs to go beyond just accepting Christ. We are to grow and mature in hmm. Christ, and it was at that church that that started happening. Um, continued on there until um, I eventually started working. I worked for a short time at MD Anderson Hospital, but then I uh-huh. went to work for a small company called AT&T hmm. and worked in the Houston area until um, I was almost 30, and then I moved to Austin, transferred with AT&T. So is it Houston or Houston? It is, is that... Houston. Okay, all right, good. Is it Austin or Austin? It's Austin. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Just um, you're doing great. Dan. Thank you. Um, but if you live in Austin, it's not Guadalupe Street. It's Guadalupe. Correct. So I do know some Austin lingo. And Manchac. Yes, Manchac, not Manchaca. Yeah. Um, but I stayed in Austin for about 13 years, and then I moved to the Metroplex, and it was at the Metroplex through AT and T that I met one of the church members here, Tony Gibbons. And uh, ultimately we became friends through that connection of AT&T. Um, but she left shortly after I met her, I hope it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> and she started working at Promises and uh, from the beginning and she would talk about that. So I was very intrigued, very interested in the ministry of Promises. Um, and she still volunteers today, so uh, we we have continued that connection through Promises. Tony's awesome, too, by the way. Tony she is. is. And so what I hear you leader. saying is that if it were not for Tony Givens, that you would not be here. That is correct. So you can either blame her or thank her, depending on how you <laughs> I'll call her right after this. Yeah. Be here. Um, but it was through her that I was introduced to, to Promises. And through my company, they allowed some community service days. So I volunteered a couple of days uh, where the company allowed me to do that and still loved it. Um, 
And then uh, eventually I uh, was able to retire after 40 years with AT&T. Um, wonderful company to work for, but was wonderful to be able to leave. Um, and I retired in January of 2018, but I wanted to retire to something and I knew that needed to be promises. Right. Um, uh, if I can jump in, Debbie, um, you know, I, most people don't know that we share something in common and that is our 10 years with AT&T. Yes. And your love for Tony. And yeah, yes, our love and respect love and for Tony, Tony. And, and actually near neighbors of Tony. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but the, I, when I knew that you ran the department that you ran, having the experience I had in global services with AT&T, that piqued my interest to know that we had someone over at Promises volunteering that was that high capacity. So it was really, really exciting to me that as, uh, as Cindy Hayden was leaving, who did a, an incredible job uh, at Promises uh, while she served there as director, that we had someone like you that just was right there in the wings, an amazing providence of God. I'm curious about one thing. Who is your internet provider? <laughs> uh, it is a company called at and Okay, good, good. Well, that, that says a lot. I just yes. want to make sure. Yeah. Yes, as well as many other things. In my home. Good. Um, but I, I did do that. But to back up just a, a, a bit, uh, again with Tony, um, I was actually a member of First Baptist Dallas oh. and was kind of lost. I, I sat on a pew uh, some Sundays, wow. um, but listened a lot online, mm -hmm. um, but was just lost in that. And I'd been very involved in churches uh, before moving to the Metroplex. And Tony talked about her life group. And so about two years before I retired, um, I'd been hearing uh, about it. And then she started talking a little bit about a certain Bible study they were doing. And I expressed to her, I am jealous. I would love to be a part of that. So they invited me <laughs> and I got to go. So I was a member of a life group uh, about two years before I landed at Promises. And after being retired for uh, about a year and a half, I decided I was going to get a part-time job, but I knew I didn't want to give up my volunteer work at Promises. And so started doing that. And somebody, oddly enough, called me back out of one of my applications. And as I prayed about the interview, God very clearly said to me, Debbie, you don't need any job. You need the job I have prepared for you. Amen. And I had no idea. Cindy was going to be leaving, you know, I didn't know those. But within 10 days of that prayer, Cindy first approached me and said, would you be interested? So the very first uh, uh, opportunity or time that I heard that there was going to be that mm. uh, was about 10 days after that prayer. So I very much believe God brought me uh, two promises because I was very much uh, in love with promises. No doubt. And, and Debbie, the work that I do. Yeah, and every single person that comes to this but church. But that's a cool story, right? So before First Burleson, you worked for a small company and went to a small church. That's, that's right. So now, okay. Well, and I was going to and I was going to say exactly right. Yeah, that's cool. Everyone that serves here at this church has to be called with Ronnie as the senior pastor. Yes, I mean there's and to question that call often. So, yeah. Hey, so but in all seriousness, Tony Givens was living out the church deployed before it was ever a sermon series. Yes, I was yes. just about to say that. That's exactly what we want. Church deployed, Tony Givens 
uh, was doing that. Way to go, Tony. Yeah, yeah. and brought That's you all the way from up north, right? Like yes. the Keller Saginaw area. I live yeah. up by Saginaw. Wow. And and make this journey. Yeah, cool. Because it's just that kind of great church that you want to be a part of. Um, and I mean that seriously. Awesome. I believe it. But a lot of it was because I made the relationships in a life group. Huge. And so huge I didn't walk into this church not knowing anybody. Not only did I know Tony, I knew all the people in my life group. So, yeah. Um, hmm. know, it, great. It's great for a shy person like me. That's shy. Right. A shy person shy like person. you. I, I am okay. actually. You might not know that about wow. me, but I am, I am a very shy, uh, introverted person. Wow. Nicely played. I would not have have believed that. But let me ask you this. So you've served on staff now here for a year. You've served in Promises altogether three or so years. So, but now you're the leader. Uh, So what, what do you see going on at Promises? Uh, What are some of the highs that bring you great joy? What are some of the challenges that you know need to get worked on? I mean, just how are things going at Promises? Well, things are going well at Promises, especially considering COVID-19. We never shut our doors ever, which is different from the people Mm -hmm. around us. Um, And so we were able to do that because of people who were willing to volunteer, um, as well as the generosity uh, of people who give. But, But what goes on there that I think is exciting is that in this season, things have grown. Our counseling ministry that is under promises is now seeing about 290 sessions a month, which is an all-time high. Wow. Um, we are seeing um, a lot of clients come through, or excuse me, neighbors, right. that are there for the first time. Or we are seeing those who came a long time ago and they're back for the first time in years because of COVID. And they're uncomfortable right. with that. So we have a great opportunity to minister to them. And, and the, the way we minister, what are, what are the main areas of ministry for Promises? We, we have, of course, the food pantry. And, and let me just say, it is, it is a part of building relationships in a community when you can walk out and see we have volunteers putting bags in a car but they don't stop there. They're now praying with that occupants of the car mm-hmm. as they are there. These are, are folks who are in critical time in their life. So it's not about passing a bag of food out the door. It's about building that relationship that, that we are praying with them or asking them. Another thing that we do is right before COVID hit, we started a prayer ministry. And so they can write down a, a piece of paper and uh, give to us. And, and we have Marcy Davis, who's great at praying over it initially. She gets it entered into our tracking system so that a month from now or two months from now, when they come back, we, Hey, how was your mother? Oh, you wow. asked us That's to pray great. for her. That's a great idea. Um, and then Shirley Ullman prays over them. And mm-hmm. then I pray over them. So three different touches that we get for prayer. And then we are wanting to start back up with, with doing even a follow-up a month later, two months later, we prayed for that. How did it go? What else can we pray for you? Now, now our food ministry is one of the things that, that we do. Uh, and pre-COVID, our food ministry was a benchmark flagship 
uh, food pantry in our region. Yes. So uh, we provided self-select for people. Yes. We walked them through a process that allowed them to select their grocery, which is very uncommon in a, a in a food ministry. Uh, of course, with COVID, we have some restrictions right now on how we do that. Uh, but the quality of the way that we do the pantry work is exceptional, and it's something to be super proud of when you add in caring for spiritual, emotional needs as well. I mean, that's what we're all about. Yeah, because so Absolutely. many companies just give them food, and that's right. it. So that's cool that we do more than that, it, exactly. care about their spiritual state. That's awesome. It, not only that, but it also puts us at the forefront for the food bank that we're tied to. When there's something else they want to do, we're the first place they come to because they love that we have that ability that that we're not just to pass the bag out the door right uh and so when senior share first started we were the first people to do senior share that is supported solely by the food bank and so i i feel that being self-select is something that sets us above so what is senior share senior share is anybody who um, meets the qualifications, uh, they, they have to be at poverty level, uh, but anybody 55 years or older can come and that is where the food bank provides uh, produce, uh, a protein, uh, usually milk, eggs, yeah. some type of meat, and fresh produce, which we struggle to store. Um, and so we don't always have a lot of it. So seniors love it yeah. because it gives them fresh that we don't always have and it allows them to come through once a week is senior share once a month once a month the senior first share. thursday of every month okay. so it what promises. i got out of that is seniors start at age 55. yes yeah yes. right okay yes right. which it's important that's, to know uh, that description, yeah, that's, huh? uh, that's frustrating why so would you be concerned about that ronnie I, well because i know you're getting up there okay. so i'm just thinking maybe <laughs> Okay, so that, that's one of the areas that we serve in. You also talked about uh, counseling. Of course, we had Davis, David with us last week. Who which is the rector, talked through, the yes. rector of the counseling center. And so now, though that's those are two segments, but there's many more. So what else do we do with Promises? Uh, another thing that falls under Promises uh, umbrella is Kids Beach Club. And very excited oh, for that's cool. uh, what's happening there because... There were six elementary schools in Burleson ISD that were not a part of Kids Beach Club. And because of COVID, uh, we have an opportunity to bring them into Kids Beach Club. And um, we reached out to other churches in the area. And Arlene Holland does a magnificent job mm -hmm. of leading yes. that. Yes, and does. she is um, leading a group that is working to get those six other schools under it'll be virtual, but at least it allows us to get the gospel uh, to the children of those schools. And so we are working on that. It won't be Kids Beach Pl Club First Burleson or Church of the Nazarene. It will be Kids Beach Club Burleson. Wow. And so we are in the process of doing that. Um, Is anybody else doing that? Have you heard of any other cities or towns? Unifying through Kids Beach Club that way? Don't have any other cities that I'm aware of uh, through our context of Kids Beach Club. But we are blessed here in Burleson, very open to Kids Beach Club. Yes, yes. And so we just didn't have the volunteers um, to do all of the other six schools. And so we're bringing some of these other churches in in hopes that they will pick them up and adopt them long term. Uh, as well, it's a whole lot easier to do virtual. You need less volunteers. Yeah. And so we so, so much excited. of what we do to engage our culture 
is done through Promises Ministry. I mean, Correct. you guys are frontline of this Correct. whole value statement, making Burleson a better place Correct. for everyone. So, man, Correct. that's awesome. And may I tell you one other thing that Please. we do that I think builds that relationship in the community. We have a ministry through Promises, uh, Carolyn Anderson does, but every month our head of households who are having a birthday, we send them a card. And Carolyn Anderson is amazing at writing beautiful prayers. Yeah. And she writes out a prayer on those cards and sends them. And again, I think that Promises is about building relationships. And I can't yes. tell you the number of our neighbors who have come in with that card in their hand, mm. emotional over the fact that we thought about sending them a card <laughs> and it had a prayer that called their name to the Lord. Uh, I think the uh, best thing that we can do is that we have those relationships where when Debbie comes through to Promises, there's somebody who can call out Debbie's name to an almighty God. Yeah. You want to talk about a way to minister <laughs> to a community. To me, that's it. I love uh, that. Yeah. You know, there and promises being the um, the spear, tip of the spear, if you will, for uh, engaging the culture and our local outreach, uh, local ministry. Uh, there's so many other things that we do. We do things like we have a, a program through the summer to provide air conditioning units to seniors. We help seniors uh, with... Uh, prescription medications as we're able to uh i mean there's kids eat free kids eat free is a huge program i don't know tens of thousands of meals that we provided uh to children in our community for kids eat freeze it's it's incredible the work that we do now something kind of new is happening for us uh as we we've seen through covid that the the need has increased in virtually every single area of ministry that promises does what we've seen is that we're kind of busting at the seams. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I said seams twice in one sentence there. Sorry, but <laughs> we are we're hitting some limitations just from a from a size standpoint. So uh, I've been hearing this thing, something about hope starts here. Can you tell us something about what that is? Yes, hope starts here is um, a project that was launched. Um, through some of the boomer ministry go boomers uh, here (laughs) at the church uh who many are volunteers at promises and they see that we're busting at the seams they see the things that uh, we feel need to be updated uh, in order to make a better opportunity to build a relationship so they have launched this project we uh, are dreaming about what all would that mean so Uh, We have a project called Hope Starts Here where we are targeting a goal of $100,000 that we would raise, and it would be used to do things like buy a new walk-in freezer, which we desperately need. Mission critical. Mission critical. It's the number one priority on our list. But it also is going to allow us to change a little bit of the footprint of the warehouse where we are. Um, Some of our seniors struggle to go up and down a ramp that's inside the, the warehouse, but bigger than that is with actually a little bit of change, we can create a footprint for the shopping experience so that self-select that we do today can be enhanced. And it will allow our neighbors to be able to do greater amount through produce, through meat right. that they don't currently get to do. It not only allows us the opportunity to have a longer time to build that relationship right. and connect with them, 
it gives them dignity and respect because they get to come to ours and do self-select as if they were going to Kroger right. and shopping. So I, we are looking to do changes that will help us to do that. And may I say one of the other things in there that's critical is we transport food in our, our van and we do senior share kids eat free is done largely outside. And so we have some things in hope starts here that will allow us to protect the temperature of things that the FDA monitors. Yes. Um, and so we have to meet those guidelines. So it will help us to, to meet those. So I think one question a lot of people have, do we have bluebell ice cream as a part of, is that a part of our food service? Can you get bluebell at, do you know you can't? I'm, I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for others. For friends. Yeah. Um, you can't right now. Hmm. It, okay. Occasionally we may get okay. ice cream, but it's not something we get much of. But with the updates that we're trying to do through Hope Starts Here, we have the capacity to do that in a better way. Well, send so, in your checks now. Yes. We need to get so we will be happy to purchase Bluebell. Yes. One for <laughs> Thank One you. of the I, I'm 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 really excited about the Hope Starts yeah, Here very project. Cool. Very uh, cool. There there is so much potential for promises, and and you know we are a crawl, walk, run church. I've heard that. And so, and I forget how long ago it was. Thirteen, sixteen years ago, Promises was founded and started, and has done some exceptional work through the years and. We've continued to see the needs at Promises grow and grow, and we don't know necessarily where it's all going to end up, but we know God has clearly given us this as a ministry uh, that is recognized and needed in the community, and it needs to continue to grow. Uh, so I just want to, some of the things that we've been discussing and thinking through long term are things like annex locations of the Promises uh facility in different areas around our region to spread out the need or spread out a lot of people that come like all the way from Cleburne. Yes. Right. To yes. Come to yeah, and further. We've, we've and talked further. and prayed about that. Wow. Yeah. So we have <laughs> that. Amazing. We've got the potential. We're having conversations about maybe having doctors on our campus and providing free medical uh, services uh, to neighbors. I would like uh, to try that. We also have even talked about, uh, uh, how do we, uh, what, what were you saying, Ronnie? I, I would like to try, uh, performing medical services. Oh, people. performing. I thought, okay. I thought you were gonna say receiving. Well, so all, all that to say, there are, there yeah. are a lot of things that we could be doing and we need to continue doing what we're doing and expand. We just know God's called us to do that. One of those things, yes. just right quick that we start tomorrow and we're crawling before <laughs> we walk, but we have our neighbors who cannot get to us during our traditional hours right. starting tomorrow oh. we will be open until 7 30 on thursdays wow. uh, we have a life group that is manning that uh have some other life groups that have signed up uh so it's a great way to get in uh, church involved yeah. uh, but it also meets the needs of our neighbors who need suppl to supplement their food and we'll be able to do that. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that really is a big deal. It is a big deal. Uh, it's a major step for us to yes. do that. Now, I've got to ask this. Uh, we're in the Church Deployed series and podcasts. So how can a member of our church or a member of our community who's not a member of our church that's listening to this, how can they get involved now? What can they do? Well, Promises is run through generous giving. 
Um, so I would say if you can give above and beyond your tithe, give an offering to promises, uh, it is appreciated. So that can be done monetarily. Or you could pick up some extra canned goods when you're at the grocery store and drop mm-hmm. them off at promises. We will take that. Um, but you also can volunteer your time. If you want to be involved in community outreach, boy, promises the mission field comes to you. And so it's a great opportunity. Mm. Well, for that, that's a good phrase right there. The What's mission that? field comes to you at Promises. Yeah. Absolutely. And we still do the blue bags, right? People can pick up a blue bag. We do. I'm glad you brought bags. that up. Orange bag. It's blue bags. Blue, oh, the blue bags. Um, fading to orange. It, they're not fading to orange. Oh, but we okay. do blue bags, and they say Promises on them. Yes. But I'm glad you mentioned that because um, we do um, need things that because we don't have our full church membership back on campus Yet the blue bags are not being picked up the way that they were before. But again, you can still drop off at the church. I mean, uh, over at Promises. And I would tell you, go out to Promises Community Ministries, FBC Burleson. And there's currently a list out there of the items that we are collecting for the senior Thanksgiving bag. Um, And there's a, a list there of items that we are seeking so that we can prepare for the Thanksgiving bags. So if I wanted to put Bluebell on there, could you accommodate the gallons that I bring? I I, I think that we may struggle to accommodate Whether there is a a party at Promises, it will be consumed. We have freezers here at the church uh, just for Bluebell in case. Okay. There's no room over there. Debbie, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Yes. Absolutely Uh, loved it. You do great work, and we're thrilled to get to work with you. Yes. Friends, thank you so much for joining us today on the Church Deployed podcast. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family on social media. For info about our podcasts, videos, or other content, you can follow at FBC Burleson on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or on our website at firstburleson.org. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again next week.